Welcome back, listeners, new and old. You are listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. I'm one of your glow-in-the-dark hosts, Connor. <laughs> and I'm your other Funko Pop, Ray. And uh, today we actually have uh, something slightly different, apart from the usual latest news um, and gossip on Moon Knight. We will be doing our figures review. So we'll be looking at the Legends... Um, Hasbro figure of Moon Knight, as well as the two iterations of the first Moon Knight Funko Pops. So uh, sit back, grab your Funkos, and get your conchu on. Yes, hello. It's a bit of a bit of a shake up this week. No issues. Just uh, just some nice little figures. Uh, we're not sure how this is entirely going to go. You know, we've never <laughs> quite uh, reviewed figures before, and I'll make no promises about this being a short or long episode because, as Shane, one of our listeners, uh, being a fire- firefighter up in Cairns once uh, said, the last time I said this would be a short episode, it went for two hours. So uh, <laughs> we'll see how this one goes. But regardless, Ray, how mm-hmm. have you been? Yeah, I've, I've been well, Connor. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it definitely is a, a different episode today. Uh, but no, yeah, things are things have been going well. I'm just kind of... Heading towards the uh, the beginning of the silly season, I guess. So, uh, so work's good. Um, you've got the Christmas party this Friday, so looking forward oh. to that. Yeah, uh, not too many shenanigans. Um, working at a university, it's, it's all quite tame, but but that's okay. It's uh, just a nice sit down lunch and uh, maybe a couple of drinks. Um, but yeah, how about yourself, Connor? How's the week been? Yeah, yeah, just uh, just another good one. Just been catching up on the uh, the old pull list. Mm-hmm. It's been a. Oh, it's been a great you know, week, hasn't it? Yeah. Um. Oh. This week, this week we had. Um. Well, last week we had. Um. Two of my fa- Two of my other favorite are Marvel comic comics Black Bolt and uh, Hawkeye, which were both stellar. Ooh. And yeah, just sort of catching up on everything else. It's been uh, It's been really, really good. And we're still waiting for the end of the month for our new Moon Knight issue. So I got to keep myself entertained somehow. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I've got Hawkeye and Black Bolt. Uh, yeah, I still haven't read them. They're on my pile. Um, but I, I was impressed with uh, it's always fun to have the Iron Fist um, issue oh, that was lovely. that was out. That was a bit of fun just with um, Mike Perkins and Ed Brisson. Uh, but yeah, just enjoying actually a lot of older um, older runs as well. I've been um, getting into uh, a bit of Punisher Max. Um, so, oh, lovely! Yeah, yeah, really good. The Jason Aaron run. So I hadn't read any of the Jason Aaron run before. I did a, a listen to a lot of. Oh, sorry, I read a lot of Garth Ennis stuff, um, but I never read his run before. So I read uh, uh, Kingpin, uh, his uh, story arc there, the arc with Bullseye. Uh, there's one called, uh, I think it's called Frank, uh, which is part three of this entire big arc, and uh, yeah, and, and up to. Um, up to homeless, which I think is the fourth and final uh, arc to yeah to, to what is a really good run, Connor. I, um, have you read Jason Aaron's stuff? Oh well, uh, I haven't even been... read um Garth Ennis's stuff. Oh, yeah, I know I'm so behind. I've I've only heard good things about you know the incredibly gruesome tales of uh, Ennis yeah. and um Aaron. I hear uh, um who's it? Kingpin is especially good in the Aaron oh, run too. It is it is very good. I mean it's 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 kind of um. You know, Punisher can be always seen as a bit of a one-dimensional character, and and you know, for the most part, in the '90s at least, he was a, a one-trick pony. But um, with Garth Ennis um, taking the reins and Jason Aaron following, uh, he's added 
thing added so much depth um, to him that it's it's really really a must read Connor. So um, yeah, couldn't cannot urge you enough to read that. Um, what else did I read? I, I I read a whole I burned through a whole few trades <laughs> recently. Um, nah, look, I can't remember. But um, how, how about any any older runs that you've uh, read recently, Connor? Um, I've been rereading Runaways, uh, the new shows out, which I haven't started, plus the new oh. run, which I've been really enjoying. So that's given me a good excuse to go back and reread that. Mm -hmm. Um, let me check me on, uh, Marvel Unlimited. <laughs> yeah, I've Got been, yeah, stuff loaded some... up on that. Oh, Ghost Rider. I've been reading a bit, bit of Ghost Rider as well. Me too. Uh, Jason Aaron, or what, yeah, what are you reading? I have, yes. actually. Awesome, uh, me too. Yes, the, I mean the boys over at uh, Vengeance Unbound, the Ghost Ghost Rider podcast. Uh, I was chatting with one of them, Brian, and he was. Uh, we, we were kind of exchanging, uh, you know, uh, our favourite runs from, uh, you know, our particular characters that we follow, and uh, he he definitely um, recommended the Jason Aaron again. His name pops up. Yeah, the Jason Aaron Ghost Rider run. Uh, which yeah, it's quite impressive so far. So I'm get I'm getting a lot of Jason Aaron lately. Um, yeah, how are you finding Ghost Rider? Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm only a few issues in, but yeah. it's just it's just so amazing. I've never read Ghost Rider before, so this is my first time dipping my toe in. Yeah, yeah. At all with the character? Oh no, I read the um, Robbie Robbie Reyes. Yeah, Reyes. Yeah, run which was uh, which, which I really enjoyed. It's but yeah, it's been really great. Good. And it's crazy to think that he, that was his first Marvel run at the time. I yeah. believe. Um, the, uh, Felipe Smith, I think, was the writer for that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, so he's um, yeah, yeah, I think he's um, got like a Latino back background, and you know he he wanted to give um Ghost Rider a bit of an edge, so he was allowed to write Ghost Rider, and yeah, he created Robbie Reyes. Um, it's a really cool character, him and his brother. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, I guess we can talk about other characters all night long, Connor. But we do have uh, <laughs> we do have <laughs> one, Mr. Moon Knight, to um, to look forward to. Uh, how about we hit? We only we've only got a little bit of news this week. Um, but how about we dive into a bit bit of uh, spectorlation? Yes. Well, the uh, the big news going around the block, if you've at all been on the uh, internet for the last week or two, is that um, their respective buyout from Disney and Fox. Uh, it's not a complete buyout. Uh, Disney is um, optioning for buying some of Fox's properties. We don't know, like so that'll basically should encompass you know Fantastic Four, the mm -hmm. X Men, yep. all that good stuff to return to Disney, possibly some other great properties are uh, nothing final just yet mm -hmm. um but reports from the inside have been suggesting that they're going well and it should it seems it seems fairly done and dusted which will you know depend which well just generally will forever change our mm -hmm. mcu movies with two two massive properties back in the hand of marvel and yeah. so what do you think Ryan? what do you think about this for our uh prospective moon knight yeah good, good questions um yeah, I, I'm I'm excited by this, and and from what I've read, it's not a matter of um not a matter of if anymore. It's just when, uh, so that's pretty cool. And and the fact that um, Disney, well, t take any article as you will, but um, from what I read, the major impetus for this was was to kind of capture the Fantastic Four and the X Men uh, franchise and reclaim it back to Marvel. Um, so looks like Disney, looks like Marvel, um. 
brought the big guns out and got Disney to back them. <laughs> been trying to get their properties back, uh, and you know Disney are big enough, aren't they, to to take on Fox? And they must have landed. Um, I think they mentioned it's something of in the effect of sixty billion dollars. Uh, it, it looks like the the deal is that um, Fox will agree to handing over these, and and it might be other stuff as well. Um, you know, just off the top of my head, what I'd love to to see is a, uh, a Namor uh, Submariner. I don't know if he's in Fox or not. Or is he floating no, around? Um, Marvel actually owns him. He's oh, he's in Marvel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. even if the deal doesn't go ahead, you still got Namor. Don't worry Ooh, about yeah. it. <laughs> well, at least Namor um, interacting with the likes of Sue Storm and the Fantastic Four. Yeah, totally. He's, yeah, he's got quite a, a close uh, relationship there. Uh, but I think it, I think it would be great. And uh, yeah, it is a good question. As what does this mean for the lower tier characters like our Moon Knights? I mean, there was some talk on our group page whether this would kind of push them out to the fringes even more because. With Marvel getting back the Fantastic Four and the X Men, uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there are a lot of um, characters that they can start exploring, and it would start pushing out the lower tier characters out. Um, and then there was also a conjecture that um, Moon Knight being a street level, uh, there'll be some, you know, there'll still be some corner in the in the TV or the film universe where they can explore that, and it can be argued that that kind of Moon Knight is. Um, the next cab off the rank, um, so it may not affect his standing at all. Uh, I tend to think, uh, you know, being the ever optimist, I tend to think that he'd be safe regardless of um, the Fantastic Four and the X Men because I reckon those guys would be in the films, right? And I still firmly believe Moon Knight um, belongs on the small screen. So with the Fantastic Four back and the X Men, I think they'll. If they do come back, or when they do come back, um, they'll um, probably take a bit of the, the film pie, so to speak, of the MCU, and Moon Knight will probably be able to still find his way on the small screen. What are your thoughts on this, Connor? I tend to agree, and, you know, there's going to be some big changes and some big, big pushes to, um, you know, obviously get the Fantastic Four and X-Men in as... Not as organically, but also, I suppose, as quickly as they can to capitalize on the hype to really get that ball moving and whether, you know, however that does. Um, we'll still be keeping, I'm pretty sure, shows like The Gifted and Legion because mm-hmm. they've already they've been created already between Marvel and Fox, so there's already sort of a corner there. Yeah. Um, but I think regardless of the deal, the big thing is, and this comes in the streaming service, of how much stuff like the Netflix shows survive mm. through that. And I think the popularity, and we had the Jessica Jones season two oh, yes. trailer drop yeah. um, this week, which looked very good. Uh, and the, the popularity that that trailer still brought in, the hype it still brought in, and the fact there is, you know, I feel like Defenders and Iron Fist, you know, regardless of what we think of their quality, still kind of soured the view of Netflix possibly on the internet, but, you know, uh-huh. the positive buzz behind Punisher yeah. and the trailer for Jessica Jones still proves that there's still a lot of interest and love for this corner, and I think, undoubtedly, that's going to say, and that's, you know, the perfect corner for Moon Knight to be in. I think mm-hmm. uh, they'd have to be, I don't know, infected by space aliens to not realise that's the perfect <laughs> spot to fit Moon Knight in, and I think the the demand for Moon Knight as as smaller list as he is still is very much there and i yeah. want this buyer and i do not think hopefully 
maybe, sort of. It won't impact no <laughs> night. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, I, I totally agree too. And and what you mentioned, I think, is quite important. Um, number one, I think uh, Marvel shows on on TV have um, kind of, I don't know, found a second wind. Uh, look, Defenders, sure, it fell a little flat here and there, but look, hey, it, it still had all the four together, which was great to see. Um, but uh, the Punisher, the um, the series, that has really kind of galvanised, I think, the, the creativity and the possibilities that Marvel have presented to the TV uh, arena in the fact that Frank Castle is, a, um, is just a normal human being He's not like Luke Cage or he's not like uh, Iron Fist or Jessica Jones. Uh, he's just a, a normal guy. And if you look at um, Moon Knight, he's essentially kind of like a normal guy as well. He He's kind of in between um, the Punisher, I think, and, say, the Defenders uh, in the fact that uh, he's kind of human like the like the Punisher, uh, but he, he dresses up like Daredevil and, uh, and you know, dishes out justice. <laughs> so... I think there's a good fit for him there, and uh, I do think that um, there's. Look, I I certainly can't see a fatigue with um, with at least the Marvel Netflix shows, just because the Punishers has has kind of brought I think new life into um, that corner of the TV show. So mm-hmm. yeah, I I think um, I think the I think Moon Knight could easily fit in there. Um, so, before we get on to to the other bits, there, Connor, you uh, just reminded us of uh, Jessica Jones. Season two dropping the trailer. Uh, what are you, what are your thoughts on that trailer? That was uh, that was really cool to see. Yeah, I liked it. Um, it was yeah, it was it was sort of yeah, it was like really cool. But at the same time, you don't really get a sense of any sort of plot. No, which is no, kind of no, what no. I want. Yes, I think I'll maybe like watch like one more official trailer before I sort of go blackout on this one because I, yeah. you know, the trust is so much there from the first season. Yes, and I think this trailer was just enough to sort of get it back into the the public eye and get everyone really hyped again. Yep. That, that still looking a... as good as ever. I think a lot of the talent, like um, like behind-the-camera talent, is still very much there for the second season as well, which is probably why it looks so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love the um, the soundtrack just to the trailer as well. It kind of set the tone again. Uh, and uh, it's good to see Jessica Jones, um, I guess, jumping around more and, uh, and, and punching a bit more. So uh, regardless of, um, you know, no, none of the plot was, was revealed, uh, to me, it, it seems that she's got a bit more of a, a dynamic edge um, to her this season, uh, you know, willing to um, use her strength more and, and, and show it. So, uh, yeah, now looking forward to that. Um, and it, it's a release date of, I believe, was it April the 18th or the 8th? I don't know the check open for time. Uh, yeah, let's... Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's April. Uh, I think it's, it's... March 8th, 2018. Oh, March 8th. Oh, okay, even better. And that's... Uh, yeah. Is that Rebecca's birthday? It sure is. Yeah, okay. Well, that's easy to remember then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Oh, awesome. No, that, that's great. Uh well, how about we go to... There's only a couple of small bits of news, Connor. How about we um, just touch upon them? Uh, and, and they're kind of more like Moon Knight alumni-related news. Um, do you want to yes, take, the, um, take the first one? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so it was a great little interview with uh, incredible Moon Knight artist Greg Smallwood with uh, Newsarama. He, um, it was kind of a 
pretty general interview just about him with comics. There's uh, plenty of good talk there about Moon Knight and his experience working on it now that he's sort of finished it, where he's going next. He talked about um, drawing those great issues for Amazing Spider-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy. He talks about his new um, Archie book coming out. He's um, co-writing and drawing with his sister, Megan Smallwood, uh, Vampironica, mm-hmm. which I'm looking forward to. Has, yeah. um, do, you know, uh, do you know if Megan Smallwood has done anything before as well, his sister, or...? I'm sure she has. I, I'm not sure. I definitely mm. haven't read anything okay. with her just yet. Let me. Uh, sorry, keep on keep on going, Connor. I'll just um. Um. Try and... uh, yeah, he talks um, uh, and a lot of stuff about where he wants to go next. He talks about, of course, his uh, Midnight Suns um proposal, which mm-hmm. we all still very much want to happen. I talks about you know, uh, DC uh working with Valiant with his um great uh well expected to be absolutely stellar um shadow man book coming out oh, also yes. in march 2018 wait. and just sort of a just sort of a general you know look into the past and future of greg smord's career and it's a it's a great mm-hmm. little read i won't just like recap it but um yeah no it yeah looks, yeah it looks good I, I can't wait for this um i'm not i'm not an archie uh comic fan but I, i'll pick up this vampire ironica just for the fact that it's got Greg Smallwood uh, his name attached to it, so um, yeah, that that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, actually, some news on that too. I mean, of course, nothing concrete, but there was some uh, fun little Twitter interaction where Greg Smallwood uh, was talking about his Midnight Suns and how he wanted to do it with uh, Donny Cates, current Doctor Strange and mm-hmm. Thanos writer, yes. both of which are great books. And uh, Donny Cates said he would very much love to do a. Uh, that Midnight Suns book with Greg Smallwood, oh. so Marvel, make it's, it happen. Yeah, I think we could all agree. Yeah, oh for sure. What one of our loonies, uh, Tim, he um, posited on the group page that uh, maybe Damnation, uh, uh, that kind of event coming up, may have been influenced by Greg Smallwood's pitch because uh, it does feature um, it does feature our well, you know, a, a few supernatural elements there. No, no. Oh, actually, it has got Doctor Strange there. So you got your Doctor Strange, your Ghost Rider, and your Moon Knight, um, and I think possibly Blade there as well. So um, isn't a is it, that's oh, uh, Hellstrom there as well, isn't it? Um, I believe no? it could could be. No. I thought it was another guy. Um, I have who I've never heard. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. But it's it's got all the the characters there, so I wonder if um, Marvel took a leaf out of Smallwood's pitch. Uh, regardless of that, I hope that um, I hope that uh, Donny Cates and Smallwood do get onto it. And look, if Damnation works, um, maybe they will. They'll push the green button for for Midnight Suns, which will be fantastic. Um, also, uh, our, our basically our third and final bit of news, Loonies, uh, is basically. Uh, there was a new title from uh, from Boom uh, re- um, released or announced, sorry, and it's uh, by none other than our good mate. <laughs> uh, when I mean our, I mean like us Moon Knight fans, uh, Max <laughs> Bemis. <laughs> oh yeah, Connor and I. We, yeah, he's he's close friends with Connor and myself, isn't he? <laughs> Not. Um, and it's uh, yeah, Max Bemis and Michael. Dialinus? Do, do you know this gentleman? Diana Dialinus? Uh, yes, he drew um, the fantastic uh, The Woods series with James Tinney and the Fourth over at Boom. Oh, okay. um, I haven't seen him on anything else, but that was such a amazingly, you know, 
vibrant and detailed and sort of great cartooning of, uh, with a uh, really great team character. So definitely sort of the perfect puzzle piece here for this book. Yeah, it's a great, great. I'm looking at the art on the um, the article. It shows his art um, on, sorry, the, the title is Lucy Dreaming. So Bemis um, wanted to write, uh, in a nutshell, he wanted to write a comic um, for his daughter like down the track when um, when she's a bit a bit older to, to be able to read. And it um, tells the story of Lucy and she's described as uh, uh, a grumpy, emotive, full of life, 13-year-old girl. And she keeps on waking up in the shoes of various archetypal female heroes uh, so it sounds sounds pretty exciting actually um, and with the art I think the art kind of suits it really well uh, and yep yeah, this will be something I'll be um, picking up for sure as well uh, it, obviously a different flavor it looks immediately a different flavor to to Moon Knight uh, what Bemis is doing now but uh, I guess it just shows the the versatility of Bemis as a writer for sure and I like you know this sort of idea of dreams and like Waking up in different worlds can be so overcomplicated, but I think as a, as a story, you really sort of trust Beamless after everything he does to make it such an exciting and definitely all ages romp. Mm. And with great art, you know, it's just going to be such really such an alive book, I think. And yeah. I cannot wait. Was there an exact uh, release date on it? it did say no, 2018. It, it just said March. March 2018. Yeah, March 2018. Everything's happening in March. I tell you what, guys. Well, it's going to be a busy month. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's you know, right off the bat, it's a limited series as well. So, um, you know, I guess like any avid comic reader and uh, fan out there, uh, don't worry, you're not uh, locked in to, to buy many issues will be a, I'm assuming it'll be a nice um, tight limited series uh, so it'll be a nice little package uh, yeah but looking forward to, um, to picking that one up in March so for um, sure yeah and um, well I mean we'll definitely probably talk about it on the pod as well as we talk about stuff we're reading as we sometimes ramble on about but um, also on issues uh, be on the lookout in the next uh, week or so because uh, solicitation to drop as well for the next issue of um, the big bad Bemis and Burroughs Moon Knight. Oh, yeah. Issue six. Issue six. Oh, yeah. Possibly part six and finale of the first arc too. Oh, oh yeah. It could wrap up things um, quite nicely. The the story's chugging, chugging on well um, from our, our reviews and having read it. So Bushman's in on the action last we saw. Um and he's teamed up with uh, none other than Patient 86, a.k.a. the Sun King. So, um, yeah, looking forward to more of that. Uh, so, as we mentioned, there's a slight change to, to this episode. Uh, we'll be doing a different over-the-moon of sorts. Um, uh, it's, um, yeah, figure reviews. Yes, so I mean, honestly, have no idea how to do this. Where would you like to start with our uh, Funko Pops or mm -hmm. our um, Marvel Legends? Ooh, uh, oh, let's crack into the the Funko Pops, Connor. All right. Is that so? Um, when um, when would you say these dropped? Uh, I'll look up a proper release date, but would you say about a, Ooh, a month ago? Good, good. Um, I think it was about. Would be about a month ago, month and a half ago, these dropped, and um, the I think 
they dropped with the on, on the pretext as well that um, there was the LA Comic Con which was out. Oh yes. Uh, and I think like, I'm not sure if it was Stan Lee um, associated with somehow, but anyway, it was sure the LA. Was. Yeah, okay. It was the LA Comic Con, and um, and you know us loonies were were going about our loony business, and it suddenly dropped that. Uh, they'll be releasing a Moon Knight Funko. Actually, we did see we we caught wind of it, didn't we, Connor? Beforehand, we we saw some rumours um, that there would be a, a Moon Knight Funko Pop happening, and uh, those rumours proved to be true. Uh, but we weren't only gifted with one Moon Knight Funko Pop. There was an actual LA Comic Con exclusive Funko, which Funko are known to do, uh, and it was a glow-in-the-dark version. So they had the original version, which is officially numbered 266, and 267 would get you the um, LA Comic Con glow-in-the-dark version. So, uh, yeah, Connor, let's have a look at... Um, at Number two sixty six. So, first off, first thing um, popped into well that you discussed. I remember uh, you were slightly disappointed in the title of it, right? Yeah, it's um. So it is actually a Mister Knight figure just under the title Moon Knight. We actually do know now that we have a proper mm-hmm. caped mm-hmm. Moon Knight figure. Um, coming out. Uh, actually, orderable. You might mm-hmm. even have yours on your way, Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, I know yeah, I, yeah. I put, yeah, yeah, I sorry, put my yeah. order in today. Yeah, uh, yeah but this yeah. one's just called Moon Knight, tentatively, despite yeah. being a um, Mr. Knight figure with even a um, lovely shelvy panel on the back of the box, too. Yes, it has uh, the shelvy panel, I do believe. I think it is from issue one of the Ellis Run, volume six. Uh, I think that's where Moon Knight is striding down the alleyway. Um but you're right. It's a Declan Shelby. It's it's definitely from the Volume Six run of uh, writer Warren Ellis. Uh, but you're right, Connor. And it's so funny because what we know now, that classic Moon Knight coming out on Funko Pop, it would have made a lot more sense to have this one called Mister Knight, and um, and the classic Moon Knight, which I believe is number two hundred and seventy-two in the Funko series, it would have made sense to differentiate them by having him called Moon Knight, classic Moon Knight, as opposed to this. So, yeah, I, um, I, I can't shake that after you mentioned that, Connor. So <laughs> I look at the box. My apologies. No, that's all right. I guess maybe because it is the first Moon Knight Funko Pop. Yeah. So they, I guess you have to market it um, with his kind of real classic name. But, um, yeah, so opening up the box, uh, it's, uh, look, as we mentioned before, um, Connor, you, you own a few Funko Pops. I, I've only owned one before these. Uh, I actually didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that they had um, a little Perspex stand at the bottom. Um, <laughs> you know, so I was actually trying to trying to balance him each time to put him on the table. And he kept on falling off because of his big head. And I kept on thinking, oh, gosh. <laughs> You really have to be careful around him because otherwise he'll just fall over. Um, but it was only later that I discovered that there's a little Perspex, Perspex disc um, that came with it. And uh, I'm so happy I found it because now he's pretty stable wherever, wherever he stands. And um, uh, Connor, would you like to describe perhaps his um, his posture? So yes, much like the... Uh 
Moon Knight walking down the alley. Well, there's almost mm-hmm. a uh, direct copy. We have our uh, yeah, right. our Mr. Knight strutting down the alley. We have uh, one foot in front of the other, mm-hmm. uh, arms in stride in his nice uh, tuxedo. Yes. With the silver tie, the very distinctly um, grayed-out boots and gloves here. Yeah. A yeah, nice I big th- bobblehead with the moon symbol on top and the nicely yes. coloured in eyes. Yeah. Coloured in eyes, yeah, um, for sure. I think um, I'm, I do like the detail. He's got you can see his vest, um, which is all kind of buttoned, uh, and his coat is is pretty well detailed with creases and um, and side pockets, which is cool. I think Connor they may have um, they may have had to. I guess they felt obligated to add some sort of. Um, some sort of tone to him because literally he is all white, right? So I think by adding the grey shoes and the gloves, and by adding the silver tie and the and and the silver shirt as well, there's at least a bit of um, I don't know what would you call it, a little body. <laughs> yeah, otherwise he'd just be like a um, an unfinished, you know, figure. I'd imagine. Rem- remember that um, that article we saw where they rumored that you know the Moon Knight Funko was happening. And it was pretty much what you see with the finished version, except um, there was no black. Um, I don't know what, what you'd call it, mascara <laughs> under under his <laughs> eyes, and there was no black lining on the on the moon, and there was no silver color. So he was all absolutely white. Um, yeah, I tend to think it's probably a good move for them to actually I add think that. So. I agree. Yeah. Otherwise, he um, and we'll get to it with the other one. There's a bit, a little bit more color there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think it's great that he's um, he's got a bit, at least a bit more grey, um, and yeah. So one of the things about him being all white as well is that, um, and I do love how he's, you know, it happens with all of them, but with Moon Knight, I don't know his big head bobbling is pretty cool. I'm just looking at it now while I, <laughs> while I'm, while I'm trying to clean the top of his head. Um, yeah, is uh, yeah. I mean, oh, I lost my lost my <laughs> train of thought there. Kind of, <laughs> I'm too busy. Taking the dust off Moon Knight. Oh yeah, uh, I guess once um, one of the, the the drawbacks is that he is all white, um, so he does pick up a lot of dust. And um, uh, and I, I did I did eat um, a bowl of blueberries one day, and I uh, I didn't realise oh, no, I had no. some of the blueberry juice on my fingers, and uh, I think I picked them up, or I must have um, swiped my hand or fingers near him. But it was actually a pretty cool, uh, so actually a pretty cool effect because I turned around and it looked like he had blood, like it was like <laughs> um, coming down the side of his head and smeared across his cheek. And I was going, "Hang on, that detail wasn't there before." Uh, but luckily, I got to it early enough because um, I think the blue blueberry juice would have stained him. But um, yeah, so I think that's just one thing to be careful of with um, with this Funko Pop, just the lack of color. Um, would mean that you, you you do get to see the stains a bit more. Yeah, and on the like quality of um the figure, um Funko Pops are kind of great for what they are. You know, they're a cheap, more inexpensive compared to the sixty to yeah. one thousand dollar figures you can buy. You know, you could anyone can sort of pick up one of these figures, have it on their desk. Yeah. Um, you know, they design sort of. The one sheath, you know, the the similar sort of bodies with the similar sort of heads, and some of them get pretty samey. But I do appreciate the um, detail on Moon Knight. Actually, I think there's a more surprising amount in both the mask and vest than I was expecting. You know, you can mm. really sort of see the defined buttons, the tie, the collar, yep. the you know, the pockets, and yep. 
what I, what I really like about this figure is actually the amount of detail they put on the um, face sculpt. You oh, know, yeah, you can actually yeah. see where this mask is touching his face. You can see an yeah. outline of a nose. You can sort of see the wrinkles in it as it's been pulled back across the face, which is obviously much more deliberate as yeah. you can compare the two figures than, you know, some sort of defect. And I don't know, it just it just makes it more stand out to when you compare it to some of the earlier Funko Pops. You know, Funko Pops in general has kept evolving because I think Moon Knight has received the, the good end of that deal. Yeah. Oh, with, uh, yeah. with some fun quality on him. Totally agree, Connor. That's a great point. I, and especially, look, I'm, I'm sitting at my desk now and I'm putting my desk, um, desk lamp right on top of, of uh, the Moon Knight Funko and just the, um, the shadows you get because of because of the detailing on the on the face uh, on the mask is just pretty cool it actually gives that sense that um, you know it actually takes away it, it, you kind of are taken away from the fact that it is just like a rubber uh, uh, plastic head and it does look like there's some cloth you know sheathed around him so it's it's actually yeah really good yeah nice one um, it still suffers from sort of the uh, general um state of Funko Pops, it just sort of, I suppose, the the mass production of these figures, you know, you talk mm-hmm. to a shop over Christmas, how many Funko Pops they sell, and just sort of the, I don't know, conveyor belt type of creation these figures must go to, you know, yeah. you can see a lot of Funko Pops usually suffer from a bit of discoloration or paint, I know oh, my okay. figure has a little bit of um, off-painting on one of the legs, and oh, right. maybe a bit of like, um, I don't know, sort of like dusted type of like hardened substance on one of the legs and that's just right. sort of the the sad fact of production line you know i've got some other figures but you know i've i've been to the local store and you can see some of the ones they order and suffer from off patches of color or right. i know my brother got one with bad paint that ended up falling off after a while just because of some malfunction in the in the like creation process and i think you know funko pops in general it's hard to mass produce, but there always seems to be some sort of defect every, I don't know, one in a few suffers yeah. that always sort of bothers me and I always think they could work on. But yeah. and when it comes to the figure and not the sort of um, exterior problems of uh, its factory creation, I think this is a marvellous figure worth your, I don't mm-hmm. know, $18? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point, um, Connor, as well. Yeah, but I guess <laughs> silver lining and everything, uh, if you do get something with a slight blemish on it, it will be one of a kind, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so you can market that, <laughs> sell it on eBay as uh, the one with the the blotchy color. No, no, you're right. It, it's with with the mass production. It um, obviously quality will will um, f- you know will falter as opposed to something that's um, that emphasizes its craftsmanship. Um, also, wanted to mention Con because I had heard on other podcasts and stuff about people talking about Funko. Is that Funko Pops, the um, the company itself, uh, and tell me if I'm wrong as well. They they market more towards the the casual um, buyer, right as well. So th- this is more like um, oh, how should I say it? I, I've I've heard that. Um, okay, obviously, look, you know, like what we're doing, we're big Moon Knight fans. We're obviously going to get our Moon Knight, but um, I think it's uh, with the l- the low price down and the sheer volume of it you know they they do more than marvel they do you know dc star wars they do everything i think their aim is to say that they have a funko for any particular hobby that you might you might have and if you aren't a a um 
a figure figure figurine or toy collector um, Funko is is gonna try to appeal to those that don't usually buy them I mean look it's worked for me I mean I don't I don't usually buy this sort of stuff but the fact that it's that Moon Knight is is uh, in there and Moon Knight's you know um, something I, I do like to follow it has kind of compelled me to actually buy it um, would you see Funko as being marketed towards that or how, how did you view Funko was it more for for oh um, yeah I think ultra it, fans or I, I don't think it's like exclusively the, the sheer like amount sort of doesn't denote it's casual but that's uh, sort of the whole point of it you know nerd memorabilia can be so expensive this is sort mm. of a more inexpensive more yeah I suppose casually approachable you know anyone mm. can pick up one of these whether it's for I don't know, they're Doctor Who fandom, yeah, Lord, yeah. Of the, Lord of the Rings probably has pops, I don't know about that one, you know, there's Disney ones, there's Game Marvel of, ones. Game of and, Thrones, there's, uh, yeah, exactly. there's Stranger Things, all that sort of stuff. And you know, they all have that similar mould and that's sort of the $18 price tag, yeah. AUS, by the way, if anyone listening, um, that sort of promotes these figures and, you know, they do, and I suppose that is the great thing that in the end we did get a Moon Knight one. Mm. And that's oh, sort yeah. of the great outreach. You know, we have our $60 Legends figure here as well. We yes. have, um, I don't know how much that is actually. You know, we have the um, $300 statue coming out next year and that yeah. $1,000, yeah. <laughs> what is it, the Diecast or Incredible yeah, XM Studios. Pieces. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that one. But you got, yeah, you got your Funkers here. I, I will actually, you know, apart from what I said as well, before I heard that on other podcasts, I thought Funko was a, a pretty um, a pretty smart little thing to do in the fact that um, for people who are collectors, um, you'd only have to look at the numbers on Moon Knight here, 266 and 267. I reckon there are collectors out there who would want to get, you know, every single Funko pop. So... I know that sounds crazy because there's a whole heap of them, but there's that kind of collecting mentality, um, and I think Funko Pops are like made for that. I mean, not only just the fact that you like Marvel or you like, you know, Stranger Things, uh, or, or you like, uh, I don't know, Star Trek if they do Star Trek ones. The fact that you've got this Funko Pop, it's uh, it's all kind of very similar. Look, they all look similar. They're kind of like you know Lego, right? They're all they're similar looking, uh, and the fact that they're affordable. Um, would be a field day for for collectors to go. Oh, hang on, geez, I've got to get, I've got to get my, I've got to get all my Funkos, and I see that in a lot of eBay and, and like Gumtree um, ads where people are selling it. They've got like rooms full of this stuff, like you know from floor to ceiling. Um, yeah, so I always imagined it to be like a, a pitch towards catering, catering towards the uh, the collector and the, the fanatical collector. But you know, I think it I think it appeals to a lot of people. And there is more specific collectors one as well. You know, they'll release a really specific, you know, um, Comic-Con exclusive. Like, Squirrel Girl, I think, is definitely one of them that had, like, an ex- like one exclusive oh, yes. figure. And then, I don't know how much... I, Squirrel Girl might be the best example, but it's one of the ones that um, comes out once as an exclusive and then immediately, once it's sold out, goes on eBay for hundreds yeah. of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because at, at the Comic-Cons... Um, and unfortunately, in Australia, we we aren't privy to that many or diverse comic cons here. Like we've only got a couple, but apparently Funko Pop are the bee's knees of uh, of um, exhibits at at comic cons, and they put on these huge displays, 
um, because at Comic Cons they always release limited edition, um, you know, versions of a, of a Funko Pop. So the collectors, you know, they they kind of flock to to these exhibits and they they wait and see what new. Um, and limited edition ones come out, uh, yeah, and then they they buy them and then they flog them off on eBay for like hundreds of dollars. Uh, so also again from the podcast side, I was listening to listening to I can't remember which one, but they said the recent one. I think it might have been in Emerald City or it may have been the LA Comic Con. Uh, apparently the Funko um, exhibit or presentation uh, bombed. So uh, the podcast. Oh wow! Yeah, they were talking about you know how sustainable is Funko Pop um, with with its um, with its business um, you know with its business plan about you know catering for for the casual collector. That's what they were saying. So uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how Funko Pop um, go uh, you know in the years to come as well. But I think as long as you have successful movies, TV shows, or comics, I think Funko will, will still be around. What, what do you reckon? Yeah, I think they've been running since... Oh, I can't remember. I remember them in 2010. Okay. Funko Pop. Uh, let's see, when did they start? They're not going to tell me. Or maybe they are. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> Google knows everything. <laughs> so, um, Here we are. Yeah. I mean, while you're looking that up, I'll just um, let let's move then towards because there are slight differences. Although we said we we're yes, doing we two Funkos, we do have a third a third one. We have a second one um, <laughs> at the moment, and it is two number two hundred and sixty seven in the Funko Pop series, and this is a glow in the dark. Connor, have you got yours handy as well? I sure do, right Look, in my hot little hands. I'm going to crack it open now. I've, I've still I've never taken it out of the box, and I think what we'll do. I'm not sure if you have um, a source of light available, Connor, to shine on this baby. Let's um, let's do this on the show. <laughs> let's um, <laughs> let's reveal which ones we've got because I've actually never tried this. I know Rebecca's got the blue one, and uh, with, with this with this uh, limited edition glow in the dark Moon Knight one, uh, you apparently can get either a blue glow in the dark or a green glow in the dark. So Rebecca's got the blue one. I'm just putting the fella on his little stand at the moment, and I'm just going to let him bask under the under the light of the lamp for a bit, and uh, we'll we'll see soon what he turns into. But um, while we yeah. wait here, Connor, um, what have we got with number two sixty seven here of the Funko Pop? Well, so what we have here is the. Uh... Once Moon Knight gets into the uh, Mister Knight gets to the well, they got me doing it too. Mm. Uh, as possibly uh, most popularized by issue five of the the uh, Ellis yes. run, you know you have the classic pose of Mister Knight throwing off his uh, yep. blazer, and uh, we got our Funko Pop. Uh, we still got um, so we have the coat off, mm-hmm. still silver tie showing r- with his sleeves now rolled up. Yep. With uh, just the uh, vest and shirt and tie there, so it's a bit of a different. He's uh, ah yes. Looks it's uh, so he's got one sleeve rolled up with this uh, with both sleeves rolled up, but you sort of have the hand yes hanging over the last rolled up sleeve and sort of looking off ready to battle. Yep. You can see almost that the gloves are kind of um, I don't know what you call them, sporting gloves or, or motorcycle gloves or something that they kind of open at the back of the hand. Yeah. So that have a wrist. Yeah. So those those gloves um, 
you can imagine that loonies they've got the um the wrist straps that you strap on but it's exposed at the back of the hand um yeah there's lining on the on the vest which is pretty cool which you um you don't pick up in the uh in the other one um yep look i also notice as well his left foot is forward is your left foot is your left foot forward there as well whereas the um the other one was right foot forward Yes. Yep. So, you know, little differences here, um, but, uh, you know, still the same sort of, uh, still the same sort of head. I'd imagine it's the uh, a cookie cutter with the head, right? Um, oh, yeah, for yeah, definitely. So it's just in the body, uh, still got the silver tie, and it's, yeah, it's nice to have a, a little bit of the flesh showing there, Connor. I know that sounds, yeah, but... sounds creepy, but... <laughs> <laughs> it is Moon Knight after all. Yeah, it is Moon Knight, yeah. It's good, to, it's good that he's showing a bit of flesh. Um, yeah, and it's a, to me, it's a lot more of a tougher a tougher pose. Uh, this guy means business, right? So uh, he's rolling up the sleeves, as you do when you mean business. <laughs> um, yeah, and it uh, looks pretty good. Okay, let me... Um, have you shown yours under a light, Connor, or do you know your color? I, I do not actually. I didn't. Not? I totally didn't even think about the shining under light thing. Okay, let me. Um, I'm just going to turn mine off, and it's going to close the laptop. We're back. Hi, uh, hi, loonies. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, probably a bit, <laughs> a bit of an edit there. Uh, what I did in my, in my glee to try and look at the the glow in the dark moony, uh, was that I tried to close all or turn off all the lights in the room, and doing so, I also shut my laptop, <laughs> which meant that the Skype and um, recording was stopped as well. So uh, that wasn't. That wasn't smart, <laughs> but anyway, um, let's throw Connor. Uh, you checked out your your glow in the dark, Mooney. I got the blue one. Huzzah! Yes. I really won the blue one. So yay! Nice one. So you got the blue one. Uh, yeah, I got the green one. It seems so. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool. And did you um, did you note was the body glowing as well? Yeah, it was, which was really cool. Um, I've got like a black suit, glow in the dark Spider Man. It's really on his only his like eyes and a few other white spots on him that uh, like glow in the dark. But yeah, this is the sort of whole figure really, and it's it looks really good in the dark. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, sorry, loonies. One sec. One sec. We're professionals here, guys. Just we're professionals. Oh, this is a this is great. This is a first for Into the Night uh, toy review. We've got cats coming in. <laughs> oh, hey, me- cats. He was meowing at the door. We have hosts turning off their equipment. It's all it's all <laughs> happening here. It's great. But, you know, you heard it first. Uh, yeah, so well, that's that's really exciting. Um, yeah, here we go. Hey, Mace. Yeah, that's really that's really exciting, Connor. So you got a bluey. I got a I got a green. I, I wasn't expecting the body to glow. I actually, for some reason, me just either. thought the head would glow. Um, but, yeah, it's good to see. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, over, <laughs> overall impressions on the Pop Nights. Did you think it was a Pop Nights, Pop Moon Nights, Mister Nights, bloody naming conventions? Ooh, yeah. Overall, we, what do you doing... think of these uh, cute little figures? I, I love them. I think they're great. Um, I, I'll 100% be picking up um, the classic Moon Knight uh, because look, as much as I love Mister Knight as well, you've got to have you know the original looking Moon Knight. Uh, and and look, Funko has sucked me in with with this uh, exactly as we mentioned. Um, so I want to kind of get the set of the Moon Knights. Um, so any Moon Knight related ones, uh, I'll be definitely looking for. It'll be really cool if they if they do like a Bushman or a or a Rogues um, gallery one. That would be pretty cool. But yeah, no, I, I glow um, in the dark teeth. Glow in the dark teeth. How good is that? Uh, but I, I, <laughs> I really like it. Um, how about yourself, Connor? What would your overall impressions be for the Funko Pops? Yes, um, yeah, once again, you know, if you had a Funko Pop before, you're sort of expecting the same thing, you know, a good, cheap figure. Like I said, there's actually there's some really nice, surprising detail with the mask and the suit that I wasn't mm. expecting. And, you know, I mean, I have no idea on the general availabilities. These guys seem to no longer have their exclusive tag on them, and you might be able to find them more easily in store than having to search out online. But, you know, if you want a little uh, Moon Knight judging you, while you work, um, <laughs> while you sleep, yeah. um, then I think for sure this is a lovely little addition to a uh, to any Moon Knight fan. Yeah, course, and the perfect price tag, really. It is. It is very affordable. Um, I'm not sure as well, Connor, because I checked Pop Culture um, where I bought these babies, and uh, it's no longer available. So that kind of pricked my oh, ears crap. up. Going, oh, have we? Did we? Did we swoop in um, at the right time and get them? Um, but you're right. I mean, that might be available. Uh, uh, at other like more mainstream stores later who knows um, but uh, yeah it's very cool and yeah like you said um, I totally agree as well what would seemingly be a simple Funko Pop like what what could you know you look at Mr. Knight how complicated in the detail can it be but by putting that detail on the on the face mask by putting the real detail on the vest and the coat it really does um, really does pop no pun intended <laughs> so yeah, no, enjoyed it. Sure. Um, Connor, how about we how about we give it some crescent art ratings? Oh, I mean, <laughs> bloody bloody reviewing figures, huh? Well, I think you know what <laughs> for for the price tag, the quality. Yep. You know, hoping for no factory. Yeah, bang for buck and quality. Yep. Yes. Um, no factory mix up for yours. I definitely give these a solid uh, four out of five. I think they're a definite addition for any Moon Knight fan. Mm -hmm. Just by the sound of it, snatch it up quick, and the new one which just dropped. Yes, I am. Um, you know, not not just copying you, but I, I would agree. I would agree, Connor. Four out of five crescent darts for this, only to give it a little bit of wiggle room because um, I'm prepared to give the classic one a bit higher if if it all if it ticks all the boxes as well. <laughs> um, and look, let's just hope that they release more of them. Like I said, it'd be great to see villains. It'll be great to see uh, Frenchie and Marlene. Uh, Funko Pop, that would be great stuff. And again, if if there are if there is a Netflix show or if there is a film or some other show on some other network, uh, then there's a greater chance that we will get other Funko Pops of Moon Knight. So, um, yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. Agreed. Yeah. So for sure. Right. Well, we also have uh, another figure to. Oh, and sorry, before we go, uh, as mentioned, of course. Um, once Connor and I, we do get 
the classic Moon Knight one. That's always up for a review as well. So, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll be doing that as soon as we get that in. But I understand that a lot of our US loonies might have that already because that was available um, first up as an exclusive from Walgreens, which I believe is a, a pharmacy or a chemist over in the US. Um, but yeah, uh, yet to arrive, you know, um, wholesale over in Australia. So I order mine from Pop Culture, which again, you can find Pop Culture with an A at the end, .com.au. Um, just have a look on there and you should be able to find uh, Classic Moon Knight. And Connor, do you want to give your, your store a plug? Uh, yeah, I got, um, if you're ever in the, uh, the little biggest... I don't know, Town of Toowoomba in Australia, yeah. in Queensland. The lovely store which specifically ordered these in for me, uh, Brutal Deluxe. Brutal Swing Deluxe. on in. It's cool. uh, just in the, the big old CBD. Absolutely fantastic store. It's where I get all my things, all my nerd nerd memorabilia. That's really See? nice of them to order it just for you. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's the sort of service that you want from, um, like, your yeah, LCS. So that's really good to hear. All right. All right, the big Connor, one. The big one. Uh, we both haven't opened these as well, so I'm going to put the old Funkos aside. I've actually, I'm, I'm going to change now, Connor. I've, I've put the uh, the regular Moon Knight back in his box. I think I'll I'll uh, take the glow in the glow in the dark one out for a, a bit of a while. Um, All right. Put him on the old bedside. But let's um, let's look at this uh, build a figure legend series from Hasbro. It's Moon Knight. Um, it was released. Oh, this was released a while ago, wasn't it? Kind of earlier in the year, or yeah, yeah, easily. Yeah. It's um. So this is actually part of the line with um, Spider-Man figures that came out at the time of Homecoming. He's basically ah, yes. kind of weirdly filtered in with a bunch of <laughs> yes. um Spider-Man characters and Makes villains. Sense. <laughs> Makes total sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's got a part of a builder figure. It's got Vulture's wing in here, but yeah. Yeah. Let's let's go through it. At the back of the box, though, we see that um. As, as Connor said, you can build the Vulture figure. Uh, Moon Knight comes in at number three, and he's got... What does he have? He's got a wing, it looks like, um, for the Vulture. Um, and it has Spider-Man. Then it has uh, what looks like the Homecoming Spider-Man with, um, with his patchwork costume. At number two, you have Moon Knight at number three. You have... It looks like Cosmic Spidey at number four. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Although Cosmic Spidey never had the red webbing around his face, it was just the blue head. And see, you can see some speckles, it looks like he's, he's uh, got stars. Uh, number five, you have Tombstone, he's one of my favourite villains, he's really cool. Uh, number six, you have, uh, the. that's a beetle, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's a beetle. I think so, yeah. Yep. And number seven, you have uh, Michael Keaton's The Vulture. Uh, and so if you collect all seven of those, you can put together uh, the Vulture Wing, I think. That that kind of actually sucks, Connor. Like, if you buy... <laughs> I'm just thinking. <laughs> if you buy number seven, if you buy Marvel's The Vulture, you know, wanting to get the Vulture, I'm assuming then that you're only given the, the body, right? The hair, like the, the figure without the wings. So if you wanted the Vulture, you would have to actually buy all seven of these how they get you. Yeah, that's how they get you. Eh? Lucky that we uh, we went for just Moon Knight. Hang on, let me just close the door. Hi, cats. Get sucked in. Sorry, Mace is gone, so that's good. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, 
What else? We got a nice uh, a nice shot of Moon Knight at the back of the box as well, Connor. Yeah. So on um so on a really sleek black sort of casing um we have our figure displayed in front and on the back we have um all that down below and sort of a posed cinematic version of the figure and we have some nice illustration on the side of the yeah. box actually i do like that which i which i really enjoy i'm um, i'm wondering is that illustration doesn't to me it doesn't look like it's from any of the comics so i can't place no it possibly was done for this figure specifically yeah. Yeah, but it's pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool, and uh, we must mention that the Moonlight in this figure is heavily influenced from the Declan Shelby Moonlight. Yes, the much the the much loved the much by, loved um, yeah by our speculating um, fan Austin. I think uh, specifically. Ah, uh, yes, he may just be the world's biggest Shelby fan <laughs> when it comes to this suit. Which I mean. We all love it. Look, look at that sleek black and white design. You know, I love the, how the chest piece sticks out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Let me. So, uh, um, sorry, I got a bit of oops. um, I got a bit of sticky tape on the side here, Connor. Let's crack this baby open there. Eh? Have you got yours? At the ready? I sure do. Um, so looking at it, we have the uh, base figure comes mm -hmm. with all the a, a rather nice flowing cape, the hood, and um, and for spare parts we have uh, two different uh, another set of hands. Uh -huh. clench fist this time we have a uh, one big crescent dart three smaller crescent darts and then a uh he's a uh, truncheon he's truncheon yeah these those crescent darts they're pretty um you'd not want to lose them wouldn't you like they're uh no they're pretty small um but i understand from having watched some of the youtube things that uh they fit into mooney's mooney's hand all right let's take this fella out now the good thing about this um this figure is that apparently there's um there's quite a lot of flexibility at the joints. So, yes, there is a lot of points of articulation here, which is absolutely fantastic. Which is fantastic. The so arms, yeah. Uh, forearms, hands, elbow, the yep. entire arm, torso. You know the uh, we, uh, both the legs, uh, the feet, the knees, yeah. head. We have a really well articulated structure in the uh, the torso, the body especially. How the cape. I think it's just. It's really well really detailed. Well done. Yeah. I'm just trying to struggle to get him out of there. <laughs> uh -huh. So <laughs> this Legend series is sort of Marvel's own sort of more premium line. You know, these are the figures that aren't, that are, you know, still in the more affordable range. I think this was 45 AUS, you know, not the big $100 figure, but it's sort of a figure that's very much designed with the, um, the adult collector in mind. Um, that's right. not me being facetious or, uh, no, no. Yeah. Kind of shit. No, yeah, that's very much it is. Uh, you might also be associated with um, the Star Wars uh, Black Series line, which is sort of, I think, what Marvel Legends sort of copied, or maybe Legends came first. But yeah, um, sorry, and, you know, I... honestly, like, I think it's kind of... Oh, sorry, were you going to say something there, Ray? Uh, <laughs> I was just, just saying that I'm struggling to get out of the plastic here. Can you? Are you, are you meant to take his head off, or...? <laughs> Are you meant so to take? Are you meant to take his head off? <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you get? Like, his cape is is uh behind the. Are you meant to just push. Oh his... yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you meant to just push his cape be... through? Okay. Yeah, you can sort of be capeless or. Okay, sorry, Lenny. I'm I'm learning. This is like my first one, so I've no idea how this works. Okay, don't mind the crackles. Okay, cool. He's free. All right, so. <laughs> So yeah, um, sorry, Connor, I interrupted. No, um, by all means, uh, I'm not sure what I was saying. Yes, um, 
yeah, you know, sort of um, when Marvel Legends figures sort of began, you know, I wasn't I wasn't that big on them. I honestly like the quality of them like wasn't spectacular. If you look back at some of the years, you know, mm-hmm. they're just nowhere near as well detailed or well articulated. But you know, the steps they've come and how this has culminated into this line and the line before. I've seen some really great Novas some yeah, Dark Hawks yeah. have been the ones I've wanted to pick up. Oh, the Dark um, Hawk ones look really good. The Dark Hawk yeah. one looks really cool. But yeah, just looking at this figure, it's just absolutely incredibly well designed. You know, really specific, uh, really well coloured and placed. Um, armor white plated on top of the sort of black figures, the gauntlets, the leg pads, the feet. The once again real detailed facial structure with how the the hood sort of is stretched yep. across the face. The cape is rather nicely flowing. Yep. Well, what do you think I'm... of this figure, Ray? I've been ranting for a bit. No, that's good. I'm, I'm just um, I'm just having while you're saying that, I'm having a play. Yeah, with all these joints, it's really cool how you can you can tilt his head, like not only from left to right, which a lot of figures do, but he can actually look up and down as well. He's got total mobility with his with his uh, with his neck, which is pretty cool. Uh, like you said, his um his his elbows um, and his knees and his ankles are pretty cool. They're they're pretty mobile. They kind of roll around. Um, so I'm just having a play with him now, just trying to roll all the joints there um obviously with his around his um i guess crotch and his waist his waist can turn so there's a lot of poses um which you can get him to do uh his cape is pretty cool kind of it's actually a lot um from what i saw i thought it was like really rigid and it is still rigid to show the um to show the flowiness of it but uh there it is there's a softness to it as well which which is really cool and make it like a real cape. Um, yeah, his hands are his hands are pretty cool. I haven't um haven't dared change his hands yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like it. I'm loving the look of it. Um, one of the things, kind of just to I think be mindful of, and I did I did see this in a um in a YouTube thing, was that uh, he's got a couple of um I guess you call them crescent moons as well on his waist. Um, so just be careful. Apparently, they're, they're known to pop off um, if you twist him around too much. Um, so there are some stress points there, which um, because at the end of the day, these are just adhesive fixed, right? So they're just glued on. Um, so you know, I guess if you want to take good care of your figure, just just be mindful not to not to abuse it too much if you if you want it to last long. Um, but yeah, the detailing is pretty cool. I love his boots actually. Um, his boots have got actually grips underneath so it actually shows that um you know this is not a hero in uh, in spandex this is a, a hero kitted out with body armor which is what what this iteration is um yeah no really cool i like the cape looks really good i think um yeah just uh yeah lo- loving it um have you tried any of the the uh, attachments connor i have not yet mm-hmm. um i'm just trying to take the the bow it looks like it's a it can be a bow staff or it can come apart i'm assuming and become the truncheons which are pretty cool oh yeah so let me just yep. chuck that i think he, he's um when you open the pack he comes with the uh not the clench fists he comes with the fists that allow you to to add stuff hold to the his... cross Hold Sorry? the present darts as you see him oh, yes. raise it up and look like he's about to throw them with those cute little ones or the nice big one as it yeah. looks like more he's sort of, I don't know, hacking it. 
the, it's, the fields. It's funny, like um, I always associated the um, the truncheons, like the the let's face it, they're kind of like billy clubs, aren't they? I always associate yeah. them with um with Daredevil, but me more, too. Yeah, but more and more you see Moon Knight using it, and even in the classic runs that we've um we've reviewed Connor as well, he uses his truncheon a lot. So, um, yeah, we've got he. It's I think it's just as much a Moon Knight weapon as it is for Hornhead. Um, yeah, my only concern, I guess, the, yeah, look at those crescent darts. They're all differing sizes. Um, I guess the three small ones are your typical size crescent dart that he uses to, like, throw and hurl. And he's got a bigger one, which um, would just work like a knife, I'd reckon. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, and how it, how you can sort of pose it really sort of, I don't know, it looks... Yeah. So let's... um. Sorry, loonies, we're... <laughs> Connor and I, we're literally just having a play with these as well. <laughs> well do you just pull the, uh, the, the arm off? Oh, the... <laughs> I don't know what to do. Pull the hand off? How do you get the hands off? Yeah, you sort of can twist them and pull them out, like, I don't twist know, an old Barbie doll. Okay, I don't want to break it. But... Oh, okay, there we go. Is one of his hands gone? There it is, into, on the ground. Rest into... in peace, Ray's figure. <laughs> yeah, look... Don't put it past me. I'll friggin' <laughs> yeah, I'll break things easy. Here we go. Okay, and cool. And I'm putting his fists on now, so he becomes the fist of Conchu. And there he is. He's uh, he's good to dish, dish out just, justice. I like uh, I like the detailing on his gloves as well, Connor. He's got um, very pronounced knuckles, which is pretty yeah. cool. Unfortunately, kind of sad we don't see spike, knu- spike knuckles. I know. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Ah. <laughs> but hey, look, we can um. We can put on. So what I'm going to do with it, with the closed um, fists, as Connor mentioned, you can actually add the three little crescent darts. Now, again, loonies, if you have these, I guess, and you probably know it, but you'd have to just be very careful. Ah, uh, yes. Not to lose these pieces because they're so small. So you can actually fit, and it becomes almost like a Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, you can put three crescent darts through his uh, through his knuckles, and uh, he's out to. He's out to cause some real damage. Um, yeah, Connor. Any um, any other thoughts on on this Hasbro piece? Yeah, I'm not sure what else there is to say. You know, if you've seen the figure, you can just sort of see the quality of the whole with the the facial features and the armor. And I think really the the important part is to talk about here. You know, you can see how great it is in box, and if you were to buy it. But also, you know, as Rose saying, the amount this sort of comes with it, the posability, the incredible amount of points of articulation just sort of culminates in this sort of being such a quality buy. For, yeah. It's for the price tag, you know. And these are surprisingly still in stock. You know, I feared, Ray yeah, and I right. both feared a lot yeah. about not being able to find these for the show, but I believe they're still in stock at popculture.com. Yes, they are. You're and right. Yep. I imagine they'd still be over in America too, which probably have a bigger supply than old Australia can ma- manage. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so actually what I'll do, um, Looney's and... Uh, Connor, I encourage you as well. Maybe just I'm just taking a few little snaps. We'll put them up um, on the group, uh, just in case you know you haven't seen the millions of photos out there, out there <laughs> on Google of this. Uh, you can see you can see the one straight from you know the podcast. But um, yeah, no, looking there, yeah, pretty pretty cool. Uh, yeah, not nothing much else to say other than. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, would you be would you be inclined, Connor, to 
to buy any other of the Legend series? Like, would you be compelled to try and get a set of whatever? Like, say for instance, this one was to was to build build a figure, the Vulture. Say if they had a Moon Knight one, and you had to buy seven figures to create, I don't know, the Moon Copter. Um, would you? <laughs> yeah, w- would you consider buying it, or, or you know? What are your thoughts? I think there's a, a very big collection habit for it. You know, I kind of like having my one, but I suppose I totally would feel inclined unless I was possibly talked out of it to do so. Yeah, 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 I would as well. But I think just in general, I'm a lot more sold on the Marvel Legend figures. I think there are a couple I'd want to track down. I think I would like a, a possible Spider-Man and a, yeah, that'd be you cool. know, a cute little... Yeah, you know, I like the Dark Hawk and the Nova figures. You know, I'd happily buy a Mr. Knight Legends figures as well to go oh, to a, yeah. go with the Moon Knight hero, maybe even the Burroughs costume later, you know. I'm a sucker. I'm not going to lie. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm a sucker with, <laughs> yeah. with um, money, and that's how they get you. That's yeah. how they get you. That's Ray. it. That's the big bad world. They've got you already. Well, hey, look, we collect comics, so, you know, we're, we're already suckered into <laughs> to collecting stuff like that. Um but yeah, look, I think I would as well. And and Loonies, as we mentioned, the Hasbro ones, they're a little bit more expensive than your Funko, so you do have to dish out a bit more in order to um in order to get it. But uh, yeah, I reckon if there was a um I reckon if there was a an exclusive Moon Knight one, I'd have to what what I'd wish though, Connor, would be that the seven figures that you know that you have to get would be somehow connected to Moon Knight. Um Mm. Uh, like here, like with this one, you're pretty much a Spidey fan, right? Because this is a, a homecoming one, um, and you know you can argue the fact that Moon Knight, kind of street level, is kind of in in Spider-Man's world. Um, so, you know, if there was one like dodgy figure out of the seven to get the Moon Knight, you know, Mooncopter, I'd still consider it. <laughs> that's how they yeah. get you. That's how they get you. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, Connish, uh, present art ratings. Yeah. I mean, there's really not much to really complain about here. You know, possibly, you know, for the price tag, obviously the points of articulation aren't as well hidden as they possibly could be. Mm-hmm. I suppose that maybe something you might consider, you know, accessories are really good. Um, Sculpting's really nice and seems to be no really visible defects on mine. He just looks Coloring really cool, doesn't he? Like I think yeah. I think compared to a lot of a lot of the a lot of the um the Builder Figure Legends series, the Moon Knight one actually does strike out. I remember like when they released you know, not just the Moon Knight one but all the others. Um you know, no bias, but I thought the Moon Knight one looked kinda of close to the best. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly agree, though. Honestly, I think a really strong four and a half out of five Crescent does. You can do no wrong with a figure like this. If you've got the cash, it's still very mm. affordable, but obviously still more quality with the more you pay. Yep. And I think whether you keep it in box or have it posable with more figures or just by itself, yeah. I think it's a, yet again, if you have the money, by all means, there should be nothing stopping you. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Totally agree. I would, uh, and for you know, if you are a, a fan of Moon Knight as well, I think it would be, you know, don't want to don't want to pressure you into buying it and stuff. But it would be a great collection, I think, for any Moon Knight fan to to have it. It it is just a really cool looking, cool looking figure. And uh, and look, I've I've not bought the other figures from the past as well, but 
Um, you know, I've seen some of the, the photos and, and they look really good as well, but um, this one uh, hasn't done anything wrong. It hasn't missed a step in any in any regard. It looks pretty cool. So I would give it a, a I'd say a five for myself. Um, nice. Yeah, I really do. I'm, I'm really impressed by it actually. Uh, and uh, I just like the fact as well that you can chop and change his... Um, just have him holding those truncheons and the crescent darts are pretty cool. So, uh, and his cape, uh, you know, his cape, um, I reckon capes would be really hard to do, um, but he's come across um, quite well. So, yeah, I'd give it a five, five crescent darts for, for old Hasbro Mooney. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, and if you guys have uh, any thoughts on any of the figures we just reviewed, by all means, send them in and we're more than happy to read them out on the show. Yeah. Or post up, um, post up your own figures in our, uh, in our Moon Knight group, Facebook.com/slash/groups/slash/IntoTheNight. Yeah. I mean, some of you might be, uh, might have ordered those, uh, one of the two, yeah. more expensive yeah. figures coming out, most likely the three hundred dollar one. But uh, oh, yes. yeah, um, by all means, post yes. them on it. Please, please post them up. And look, I'll throw it out there as well. Like, um, any loonies out there with the, um, the Hasbro figure. Uh, just for a bit of fun, why not just uh, post up? Um, try to who can do like the coolest pose for Mo- for Mooney? I think um, post up your cool cool poses of Mooney because uh, one of the big things that I'm very impressed with, but I think um, is covered in all Hasbro figures, is just the dexterity um, of the figures. Just yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm impressed at how the joints just work and are so malleable. So um, yeah, yeah. Um, any loonies out there? Post up some pics of. Uh, some cool poses of, of uh, your Mooney figure. And, uh, yeah, let's get discussing. So I think that rounds us off nicely for the episode. Um, yeah, it's been fun, uh, Connor. As you notice. Oh. Yeah, I'll just say it's, it's been fun. It's been pretty cool. Yeah, I hope you've uh, hope you've gotten something about us rambling about figures. We have no idea how we've gone when compar- <laughs> uh, c- uh, compared to other figure connoisseurs. Oh, um, yeah. But we hope we hope to deliver something at least entertaining. Yeah, exactly. Look, it is always hard as well um, to try and describe it over over just a, a podcast. But yeah, hopefully you get a sense of it, and uh, if you do a bit of investigation um, and track one down, uh, yeah, maybe just um, have a fiddle with yourself. <laughs> no, hang on, <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> have, a, have a fiddle yourself. With the figures, I mean. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and because uh, <laughs> uh, they, they, you know, they, they look really good on the shelves. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's all I can say from it, Connor. Um, I guess uh, next week uh, what we'll do, we'll probably head back towards um, the Over the Moon comic reviews again. Um, and this time we will continue our classic run which will be um, issue 48 of the Defenders, called The Sinister Sinister Saviour. Uh, and we'll, we'll get back to the comic book review there. Uh, and for a more modern run, <clears throat> to contrast, uh, as mentioned before, uh, was Moon Knight Volume 3, Issue 1, and we're going to get into the Resurrection War. So that's Phase 1, uh, called Eclipse. Uh, have you, have you uh, read these, Connor, like uh, since last week? Yeah, I have, and boy, do I have some thoughts on them. <laughs> how, how cool are they? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I enjoyed both of them. Oh, the, Tommy Lee Edwards' art is just brilliant. The, oh. col- the colouring, is it Melissa Edwards? Must be his sister or wife, I don't know. 
must be related. Uh, they do a cracking job with, with art. So yeah, looking forward to getting into that. Um, and that's about it. No spectacles, kind of anything you want to plug. Just uh, what was the name of that shop again of yours? Uh, Brutal Deluxe down in Toowoomba. Check them out if you're down here. I don't know anyone who listens who's oh, in Toowoomba, but you come never, for a holiday. We oh, have you never know. Brutal Deluxe. It'd be like uh, other Toowoomba listeners, other Toowoomba loonies. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, a shout out to yeah, Pop Culture. So P O P C U L T C H A dot com dot a u. Uh, really give them a go because uh, they're doing really well. We're heading towards Christmas, so uh, busy, busy times for any retailers. Uh, so just be mindful of delivery dates. Uh, there could be a slight delay, uh, but that's I think that's across the board anyway. Look, everyone's ordering stuff. Everyone's buying stuff for Christmas. So, um, yeah, that might just delay things. Uh, finally, uh, just where to find us. Um, so th- thanks again, Looney listeners. Thanks again, Connor, for... Um, for another Hello. ripping episode, it was, uh, it was a heap of fun. And yeah, let us know, loonies, again, um, uh, how, how we fared with this. Um, yeah, so you can find us on email at moonnightpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, our website, into the night podcast.wordpress.com. That has uh, all our um, show notes and our uh, over the moon newsletters, as well as our, uh, our blog for each of the episodes. Uh, we're also available on Facebook at facebook.com slash itkmoonnight and our Facebook group, which is growing every day at facebook.com slash groups slash into the night. Uh, please give that one a go and um, and hope to see you there to, to discuss stuff. And like I said, if you can post up some, some pictures of uh, your collection or of your, your figures, that would be awesome. We also are on Twitter at itkmoonnight. Um, where you know we're active there as well, uh, as well as uh, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube. Uh, we've got a fair few other platforms, um, and you can hear us on all good podcast catches. So yeah, thanks again. Uh, it's been really cool. Uh, our first toy review. Um, I think I'm Connor. I mentioned also um, we've got on the cards coming up with Christmas. We still have to do the Ultimate Spider-Man episode with Moon Knight in it. Yes, indeed, which has a name relating to Christmas that I've forgotten. It's like a white... Oh, no, um, The Moon Knight Before Christmas, I think it's called. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's actually a really fun one. I, I watched it today. Uh, and look, you know, I, again, I'm not much of an animated uh, animation, um, you know, watcher. Um, but I do appreciate them, and it has a uh, has Doctor Strange in there as well. So uh, a lot of fun, uh, a lot of fun there. Uh, we'll be reviewing that around Christmas or just to prepare before Christmas. But um, yeah, hopefully we'll um, you know we'll squeeze out a few more episodes uh, you know around the Christmas and New Year time. But um, yeah, any final words, uh, Connor? Any messages? No, uh, thank you once again for listening and uh, joining in and sending us and talking to us online. It is fantastic as always, and we appreciate the continued support. Oh, we certainly do. Thank you so much, loonies. Uh, and with that, um, may Conchu watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. 
The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.